What's up, everybody? I am Travis. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And welcome back to another episode of this freaking show. It is the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. This same weekly podcast is brought to you by FreakNet Studios. Guys, check out FreakNetStudios.com and see all the amazing podcasts that are associated with the network. Like this freaking show with me and Cartoon Joe. Just Freak Wrestling, hosted by me, Dizzle J, and Dally. And, of course, Doug Gray Area, hosted by Sarge. FreakNetStudios.com. Make sure you check it out today. Follow uh, all the podcasts that are associated with the network uh, so you can uh, know when they uh, air, drop, release, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Joey! What's up? Happy birthday week, bro. Thank you. How's it, how's it feel to be 30? It's weird. Right? But good. Right? It's one of those things where people are like, ah, it's just another year. 30, 30 is a slight difference. There's a feel to it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 30, I feel like I'm actually an adult now, which is unfortunate. Right? It's you like, well, well, yeah, when you think about it, you know, like you along with like a bunch of other people in America, you spend a lot of your 20s uh, working on, uh, at school, in college, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you graduated, uh, three years ago, two years ago, two years ago, yeah. two years ago. So a majority of your twenties, you are still technically a student. Yep. This is your first new decade that you aren't school bound. You're, you're married. You, you have a job. You got fucking bills and. Yep. We're looking at houses. 30, right? Or, and you're yeah. 30. Yep. Yeah, yep, welcome weird. to the club. Welcome yeah. to the club, man. Yeah, I do feel like from here on out, the decades are the only birthdays that matter. Oh, yeah. Well, Until you get ones, to retirement. Those are the only ones that you remember. And the only reason right. you remember it is because it's a little bit harder to roll out of bed. Right. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. But it was, birthday. though. I got, a like, a shoulder thing now, you know? Right. <laughs> right. Um, well, we got a, we got a guest on uh, that we're going to have on tonight. Uh, which uh, you guys are going to find out here very soon as uh, a little like behind the scenes thing. Um, this uh, this interview is actually going to be conducted by Cartoon Joe. Uh, I won't I won't be there. Uh, plans and stuff happen. Uh, I haven't had a chance to mention it uh, on the show, uh, but just to give a little brief thing. Um, my brother Joey's stepbrother uh, was in uh, an accident at work um, that. He he's fine. He's okay. He's at home. Uh, but we're I don't know how to say it without making it sound like he's an inconvenience. Um, mm. we're reorganizing some of the things in our lives to kind of help him out. Uh, he is still kind of a, a chair bound, wheelchair bound, and stuff like that. He can't really get around. Uh, physical therapy hasn't started yet because people are being a fucking joke with that. Uh, because apparently working comp kind of sucks or whatever. Ugh. Um, so um. He is, he is fine. He is at home and everything, but, uh, we're just doing what we can to help out. And unfortunately, like scheduling and everything kind of conflicted with everything. So I won't be here, but Cartoon Joe, you guys know he could do it. And, uh, I'm on it. I'm looking right? forward to it. Right. Plus, this is a pretty simple interview because, uh, we're, we're interviewing cousin, uh, Dave. Cousin David. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. From, so, uh, I believe, I believe his brand is Phenom Sports. Yeah. So, uh, so we, uh, Joey and him are going to talk about dieting, about exercising, which uh, is kind of perfect because of uh, the uh, our freaking journeys we've been doing as part of Freaknet Studios on our YouTube page. If you guys haven't had a chance yet, make sure you follow us on YouTube, Freaknet Studios. 
me and Cartoon Joe have been doing uh, 30-day diet challenges uh, over the past few months. Uh, we started a new one uh, this week, uh, probably one of the more strict ones. I'm actually kind of excited to get uh, David's input on the military diet, the 900-calorie mm-hmm. uh, diet and everything, and as well as some of the other diets and everything. So uh, I, I trust that uh, the diet, that the interview is going to go well, it's going to go great, and you're going to crush it uh, like you do with oh, all your stuff you do here. Um, I want to dive into uh, that freaking happened this week, but uh, I want to do something else real quick. And uh, it kind of uh, – I, I, I want to change what we planned on doing. All right. Uh, I know we discussed uh, not giving away a Star Award this month because okay. there wasn't anyone worthy of giving it to. Now, there was nothing spectacular, nothing magnificent. But Joey, I want to I want to gift you the Star Award for this month. Oh wow, thank you. Um, be- I mean, you, you hit your thirties. You made your fucking thirties. It is your birthday. I believe you're entitled to some kind of gift. It's the cheapest thing I can give you. <laughs> and um, it, it dawns on me that over over the past five years that we've been doing this, which we are going to hit five years in November, we're going to hit Ooh. 200 episodes next month, um, you have yet to receive the Star Wars. Awkward Collins received it. I've received it. Uh, uh, Laureen, uh, Lowe and Jordan from Pretty Little Freaks, that's no longer a thing anymore, received it. Uh, who other podcasters received it? Uh, Clint and uh, Fear received it multiple yep. times. So, Cartoon Joe deserves a Star Wars, too. And not only do you deserve it because you turned 30, because you're part of of this this groundbreaking uh, freak uh, nation-type podcast, but you're the creator of the Star Wars. Thank you. And that's why I would never have awarded it to myself, but I will will take it with honor. Thank you. Right. I feel you deserve it. And, you know, like, and I apologize that it took me till this very moment to realize that shit. Oh, that's okay. Thank you. But also, your second gift, uh, I'm going to allow you to go first on uh, telling me what freaking happened this week. Perfect. I found a fun one this week. Um, on August 6th, 1916, uh, watermelons were banned from the army. Yeah. Mm. Uh, apparently, watermelons proved to be the bane of existence for army officials, and they were banned by the military brass in El Paso. Uh, because the, the rinds couldn't be burned or properly disposed of, which caused a plague of flies to, uh, to attack the troops. <laughs> and so they had to outlaw watermelons entirely so that, uh, they weren't risking disease being spread by flies or, uh, just the inconvenience and annoyance of flies. You know, I can see that. I never really thought about, uh, uh, the fact that, uh, watermelon rinds don't really burn. Yeah, me either. I never thought about that either. I wonder if they're poisonous to burn or something. You know, you hear all the things about not eating, like the um, guy that it sounds like I'm eating is because I am. Um, <laughs> uh, breakfast. I'm tired. Maybe alone. Uh, the uh, was it the, the green part or the white part of the watermelon? Mm-hmm. You can't eat it because it'll make you sick. I don't understand how that's a thing. Yeah, it actually has. It's interesting. The uh, the rind, the white part of the rind. Uh, actually has a, a chemical compound similar to what's found in Viagra. It's actually, it's really, uh, in small amounts, very good for your cardiovascular system. Oh. Yep. Nice. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, mine is also food-related. Yes. On uh, August 4th, 2006, so not going back too far, only about 14 years. Mm-hmm. 
Um, a hot dog measuring 197 feet in a bun measuring 198 feet was made by the Shizuoka Meat Producers of Shizuoka, Japan and the All Champion Bread Association. The record was broken in 2011 by a hot dog measuring 669 and weighing approximately 260 pounds. Can you believe it? 197 foot hot dog and the bun is still too long. <laughs> That's amazing. Mm-hmm. All right, Joe. Um, if you, uh, all right. Well, if you, uh, if you have nothing else, uh, neither do I at this point. Um, are, uh, are you ready to, uh, to get this, uh, interview with David going? I am. I am. Awesome. Guys, we're going to do some plugs. So, uh, enjoy. This episode of this freaking show is brought to you by ballwash.com. Now, it's no secret that the man's most prized possession also happens to be the most sensitive part of his body. Balls are prone to sweat, odor-causing bacteria, and irritation. Upgrade your balls game with quality products formulated to keep your skin healthy and fresh. Guys, that is where BallWash.com comes in. Go to BallWash.com right now. Check out the variety of products they have, as well as kits and subscriptions they have available for you. And when you hit that checkout button and you go to pay for that order, make sure you use the promo code FREAKNET, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, at checkout, it will save you 15% on your entire order. That's right, ballwash.com. When it comes to your sack, they got your back. Yeah, so uh, we're here with uh, with David, my uh, my cousin, who is also, uh, he does a, a, a week, weekly, daily uh, thing. I'm starting to do it daily. I'm, I'm, so I'm starting a company called Phenom Sports. Right. And um, I had started about a month ago doing Facebook live posts every day, trying to sell online coaching. And I realized that I don't have the proper equipment to do online coaching because I don't have an elite total. I don't look like a bodybuilder and I don't have um, fake boobs and blonde hair. (laughs) So um, I decided to switch gears and go to more like an education role where I'm going to kind of teach you the basics and if you follow along you'll be able to write your own programs but eventually I'm going to launch um sports performance programs that you can buy on my website. Nice. So try just get you ready to play sport. Um since we're on that topic, a little background, um have my master's degree in exercise science and human nutrition, which is why I'm here cuz you're doing uh 30-day diets and just trying out all these different yeah. diets, weight loss. Um I'm not the greatest at nutrition. Um, there are people that go to school for six years to become registered dietitians or there's oh, another dang, I one. I had no idea. Yeah, that's kind of more geared towards medical practice and helping people with heart disease, diabetes, like hospital settings. And if you're intubated, making sure your nutrition is right and balanced out with your medication. Oh, right. Gotcha. Um, and then there's another one. I forgot what it's called, but it's more geared towards like sports nutrition and healthy eating. Um, and there's a lot of things I don't understand come like gut microbiota and like oh, I feel more like than just now start to learn some of that stuff. Yeah. That's, that's still like, I think the next 10 years that and using your genetic profile to determine how you should eat are going to be the big fields of research, um, that we're going to see a lot of coming out of, um, like that wasn't, no one talked about your gut microbiome when I was in grad school. 
Gotcha. How long ago was that? I don't even remember anymore. Oh, it's been. I mean, I graduated eight years ago, but oh I started. God. I started ten years ago. Gotcha. Okay. Jeez. So, yeah. God, uh, time flies. Thirty. Yeah, right? you turned thirty yesterday. I did. Happy birthday. I did. Thank you. Happy birthday. Someday we'll all be over thirty. Uh huh. But yeah, so it'll be some uh, probably by the end of this month if 2020 keeps being 2020. <laughs> so yeah, I'll I be in our 80s by the time this year is over. I, I blame I blame ABC for 2020 because they didn't get Barbara Walters to do the ball drop. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, let's go let's go back to the nutrition thing. So you started oh, yeah. June. Yeah, we started in June. We did the uh, the keto diet, which uh, I honestly I really enjoyed it. Um, I'd never done anything like that before, and, uh, uh, you know, my wife is a vegetarian, and so, um, we usually eat vegetarian at home. Um, you know, and so, so doing keto, um, I was introducing a lot of meat back into my diet, uh, for the first time in a long time. Um, which is to say, I was having it at least a couple of times a week anyway. I just, we weren't buying it with our groceries. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I lost, uh, I think about 10 pounds almost right away. Um, I think it was mostly water weight, if I'm being honest. Yeah, well, uh, we, we can talk about that in a second. Yeah. Uh, and then um, I slowly crept back up. Uh, well, I mean, actually, on that diet, I, I stayed pretty low. Um, I think I got all the way down to about 210, which uh, is the lowest I've been in a long time. Um, and then we switched over to the uh, the Mediterranean diet, which is all about, you know, slow food and and whole foods and whatever um fish, a lot of fruits and vegetables fish omega yeah, fish, chicken uh very limited beef and pork um delicious probably my my long-term diet plan to be honest um one thing that i feel like i really learned from keto was that uh, uh my mood improves when i'm having a little bit of fish and a little bit of chicken you know it it, it really impacts whatever i've got going on in my body uh, makes a huge difference Okay. And then uh, with the Mediterranean diet, the hard thing about it is it's not a strict diet. It's a lifestyle change, right? Um, it's it's how dieting, quote unquote, should be. Um, right. And so it really, I don't think you'd see any serious effects for at least, you know, probably six months or a year on something like that. And then uh, we, we finished that up last week and we switched over. Uh, I think Travis started today. I'm going to start Monday. Um, to the uh, the military diet, which is uh, it's basically crash dieting uh, three days a week and then no diet more or less the rest of the week. Um, you know, so so for three days a week, you have like, you know, a piece of toast with peanut butter and uh, a f- uh, some fruit for breakfast and then like half a cup of tuna for lunch. And then dinner, you get to have like three ounces of, of chicken or steak, uh, a banana and like a half a cup of ice cream. And so you, you do that for three days and then the other four days you're trying to eat healthy, but not like you're not, you don't have any restrictions. Right. You're not going, you just don't, just don't go out and fold up a Domino's pizza like a taco. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so let's start with the keto diet. Cause you talked about how you lost 10 pounds real quick. Right. Yeah. So, um, this is going to get a little, a little sciencey, a little, little biochemistry here. Lord knows I'm all about that. Yeah, so your body stores glucose, which is one of the three simple sugars, monosaccharides. Gotcha. And 
it stores it in a chain called glycogen and you store in your livers and your muscles. So when you do a keto diet, that you're probably going to lose 10 to 14 pounds real quick in the first week or so. Oh. Because when you store glycogen, it stores with water. Oh, okay, so, gotcha. So one of the things with the keto diet, if you're going to do it long term, is to make sure you're salting your food and hydrating. Yeah. Because it's really easy to get hydrated. And most people screw up the keto diet. I can see that. So it's supposed to be 20% of your calories are supposed to come from protein, and 80% of your calories are supposed to come from fat. Yeah, I think I did uh, – what was my, my macros? They were – I did uh, – I think it was 75 fat, 20 protein, and 5 carbs. Yeah, I think I think if you long as you're under 100 grams of carbs a day, you're okay. Yeah, I think is what they say. I don't know. I'm not super. I haven't read all the books on this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried to for whatever reason the way that I had mine set up. I think I was doing. Uh, I was trying to keep my carbs under 50 grams. Yeah, there's a. Uh, so that's kind of the magic of the keto diet, um, because unlike. Fat, like there's three macronutrients, carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. Right. Um, so there's no such thing as an essential carbohydrate. Right. Like omega-3s, omega-6s, and omega-9s are essential fatty acids. Like that means gotcha. your body can't make them. Where with oh. proteins are made up of amino acids, and I think there's 21 or 22. Yeah. And I want to say someone's going to listen to this and – Tell me I'm wrong. I want to say there's nine essential amino acids, and those are those nine amino acids your liver can't produce. So you have to consume them in your diet. Gotcha. Um, but there's also like if you eat too much protein in a ketogenic diet, you can actually kick yourself out of ketosis. Oh, interesting. Because certain amino acids can be converted into carbohydrate into glycogen in the body. Uh huh. So that's kind of where where I start to get in the gray area and get in the weeds with the biochemistry side of things. Gotcha. Um, so where was I going with that thought? Oh yeah. Essential amino acids and gluconeogenesis. That's, I just lost my train. There's, there's the bird flying out the window. (laughs) Yep. Um, yeah, that's kind of the weird thing. Like, um, you know, and you could say, Oh, I'm not doing a keto diet, but I'm not losing any weight. Well, did your calories bump up really high? And you didn't realize your right. calories went through the roof because we'll talk about it. That'll be my, my, my thesis at the end. I'll save that little nugget. Um, and then the Mediterranean diet. I'm not well versed in that one. I know it's lots of fish, olives, olive oil, chicken, yep. probably some rice and hummus and beans. Oh, yeah. Yep. You're supposed to, I think, get beans or lentils three times a week. Um, Mostly, to me, it was mostly about, you know, fresh, fresh produce, um, you know, trying not to eat things that are processed. Um, I mean, processed at home is fine, but processed from the store or, or Burger King, not so good. Right. It's one thing to, to bake your own bread because that technically that's processed food. Right. It's another thing to go get a food that has been designed to have high palatability. So you want to eat five of them. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, and yeah, yeah, like you said, uh, trying to replace all your, all of the, the fats that you would add to food, you know, so your butter or, you know, whatever, um, you're trying to get that from, uh, olive oil if possible. Um, 
you know. Yeah. So a lot of cooking with olive oil instead of butter for me. Um, a lot Paula of, uh, what's that? I was going to say Paula Dean would be so mad at you. Oh, I know. That's fine. She can be mad <laughs> at me. Yes. No, I, I have not tried that. It's, you know, being, right, we're, we live in Illinois. We're landlocked. Right. Um, getting, <laughs> getting good fresh sources of like salmon and tuna and good healthy fatty fishes is kind of, kind of challenging and expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I mean, even we shop at Aldi and, uh, you know, uh, trout or salmon, depending on, you know, which one you're getting, it's, it's actually the same fish. Um, but, uh, it's like $9 a pound. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Right. But you, you buy that whole filet, that's three or four. Well, yeah, it's, it's you, should be three servings at least. For two people. Yeah. If you, right? Cause, cause that's another thing I think we really screw up in this country. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you know how big a serving of peanut butter actually is? I actually do now that I, cause, uh, with the, with the keto diet, I was really trying hard to track my servings and stuff. And, uh, I did not realize, uh, how small a serving of peanut butter right. actually is. It's like the tip of your thumb. Yeah. Yeah. Two tablespoons is actually not very much. I always thought it was those big spoons that you have in your, your spoon drawer as opposed to the small <laughs> spoons. You know, right. and, and I was always doing like a heaping one. And, and I actually, I, I, what I did was, is I weighed it out in grams and realized that actually every time I was trying to eat a serving of peanut butter, I was eating like three servings of peanut butter. <laughs> right. That's, that's, that's another thing that's kind of skewed. Like, like a, like a piece of, a serving of meat is about the size of a deck of cards. Right. You know, you go to the steakhouse, how big is that steak? Oh yeah, I mean, it could be the size of your head. So yeah, like that's the thing is, is serving sizes are screwed up and if you're not counting your calories and, and wanting, it's really easy to be like, oh, I just had 5,000 calories. Mm-hmm. What yeah. I actually found weirdly enough with the keto diet was I was not eating enough calories. Um, cause I, I was so satiated because of the amount of fat in the diet. Yeah. Um, that I just, I wasn't hungry. And so it actually, it was really challenging for me to actually eat. Um, you know, I, I went and found one of those, uh, what are they called? Um, TDEE calculators online. Yeah. Yeah. The, when um, you're calculating your metabolic rate and. Right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm actually, I'm supposed to be, be eating around 2,500 to 2,800 calories a day, depending on if I exercise. And, um, I was not doing that. <laughs> I was I was routinely coming in about sixteen hundred according to my my fitness pal app. When I really tracked it hard one time in grad school for three weeks, mm-hmm. and grad school poor is a different kind of poor. Oh yeah. Um, I was at about seventeen hundred a day, and I was doing salads, chicken breasts, and eggs, and oatmeal, and peanut butter, and I just could not. Well, I was poor. I was actually, yep. I think at that point, I was subsisting on hummus and pickled herring and pitas. Woo! Which sounds like a terrible combo, but it is delicious if you like pickled herring. I believe that. That actually sounds really good to me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, if you like pickled herring, it was, it was delicious. Did you um, go with a, a sweet pickle or a dill pickle? Um, they really only make two kinds that you can find in stores. There's, it's in the pickle juice, which is a, it's 
kind of on the sweeter side. It's not like gotcha. super sweet. Um, and then they have one that's mixed in with sour cream, which is really oh. tasty. But I went with the just the regular pickled and the regular like quick pickle juice because gotcha. I was mixing it with the hummus. Right. Yeah, I think that's the only kind I've ever tried. I really liked it. I, I had it for the first time maybe two years ago. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that would actually be a good way to get extra fish when you're on a Mediterranean diet because herring, one, it's it's sustainable. Mm-hmm. Two, it's really lean. Well, it's not really lean. It's a good source of omega-3s, and then it's pickled, so that way, you know. Right. It's kind of fresh. It's about That's a long time. It's got that nice... You know, it's it's pickled, so it's that's a lacto fermentation, right? Uh I don't know if they're actually lacto fermenting those. I think they're just using vinegar and salt and sugar. Oh, okay, gotcha. Right, which is you know, that's another thing you could talk about is for gut microbiota because I don't know if the research is backing up probiotics right now. Oh, really? In in pill form. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Like you're just better off just eating foods that are actually fermented, like kimchi. I was on a kimchi and steak kick for a while. Oh god, that sounds so good. Um, you know, sauerkraut, real sauerkraut, not that stuff that you go get in a can. No, like actual no, yeah. like when you open it, it like explodes like uh the snakes out of the can. That's when you know you got the good stuff. Nice. Um, I have to remember that. So what's next? You're doing a military diet, which military diet, yeah, insane. Um. Yeah, it's the kind of thing, if you did it every day, you'd be, it's like basically the machinist diet from uh, Christian Bale. <laughs> right, that almost killed him? Yeah. He's living on cocaine, apples, and cigarettes or something like right. that? Right, yeah, yeah, and tuna. <laughs> protein. <laughs> yes, it's it's such a weird, weird thing. It's like, what's what's the next one? Is what's, How far is this experiment I, going? If, if I'm honest, and uh, uh, I'll probably get yelled at for it. Uh, well, probably, I'd like to probably stop, um, because I've, I really feel like I've found my, my, my diet in the Mediterranean diet. Um, and then I'm happy to continue to vlog with Travis T. Um, if he wants to yeah. keep doing diets, but I, I'm really happy with it. Or, uh, we thought maybe if you wanted to help us come up with something, maybe we could do that. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I have, let's see, what diet books do I have that I've, like, um, uh, Carb Night, I really liked. Um, I did that one for a couple weeks, so it's kind of like a Carb Night. I don't remember exactly how it works, but basically, you don't eat carbohydrates all week. Oh, okay. You pick one day, usually Sunday, so you're fueled up for your week of work, and you can just gorge carbohydrates. Gotcha. And then there's another one called Carb Backloading by the same guy where if you work – so what's today? Thursday? So yep. I'm going to work out in the morning, so I have carbs tonight. And then if I'm not going to work out on Saturday, I don't have carbs on Friday. Gotcha. So it's just kind of things like I had my mentor in grad school wouldn't eat carbs all week. He, he had someone writing his diet for him, and he was following it really well, like with – Egg white omelets with spinach and mushrooms and tomatoes. Oh, delicious. And then lunch was, you know, I don't remember everything he was eating, like steak and protein shakes. Right, right. And then on Sunday, because he'd go visit, visit his wife over the weekend, on Sunday he'd come back and have a box of pasta, a pound of ground beef, a jar of sauce, and he'd house like 
two rows of Oreos and half a gallon of, of moo juice, and he'd drop six pounds. Good Lord. And then, then on Monday, he'd be down six pounds. Jeez. That's amazing. So that's, that's kind of where, like, when you get into really technical stuff, you can do weird things with your metabolism. Mm-hmm. And kind of get it burning low, 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 and then you can crank the heat up on it. Mm. Um, not something I would do, because I'm not right. first enough in it. And right. I just don't know enough. Right. What else is there? Um, intermittent fasting, have you guys thought, talked about that one? Yeah, yeah. Travis actually has had some good success with that. Um, yeah. I'm bad at it. I'm really, I'm bad at not eating. I've got that, that Snedden problem where if I don't eat, I get shitty with people. <laughs> right. Or, 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 or they, you get that family sized bag of J's in front of you and it's gone in 10 minutes. Mm hmm. Right. Like, I don't even want to eat these anymore, but they're here. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. We actually don't even really keep snacks in the house for that reason. Yeah. I've found myself, if I don't keep stuff in the house, we don't eat it. Like, Granola bars and fruit snacks are my kryptonite. Mm-hmm. Especially the mots. Yes. Oh, God, they're good. Um, And then, I mean, obviously, you can do, like, something like if it fits your macros, which is yeah. basically how everybody should eat. Um, that's you know, what I've actually been trying to do anyway, Um, ever since I, I started learning about them a little bit. Um, yeah. That's what I've been trying to do. Yeah, like... um. You know, just track your calories. You know, okay, I need to get 3,000 and just have them split up right. Like, the guy, not the guy that came up with it. I don't know if he came up with it, but he's the guy that might have came up with if it fits your macros Mm -hmm. as the term. And he messed around with, oh, I'm just going to eat Pop-Tarts for my carbohydrates to see what happens. Oh, nice. And lo and behold, voila, he lost weight because he stayed where he needed to be to lose weight. Like, Fascinating. You know, something people will do is, you know, 1,200, 1,200, 1,200, 1,200, 1,200, 3,000, 3,000. Oh, interesting. Their calories per day. Like, okay, well, you just, you averaged out your calories, you were above where you need to be. So there, right. there, there's some stuff in there where it's kind of more of a running total instead of a daily total. Yeah, I think that's the idea with the military diet, really, because it's it's supposed to be like 900, 900, 900, and then you're really supposed to keep it, you know, under 2,000 for the rest of the week. Right. That's that's I mean that's a good way to do it. Like, um, there's really no magic in dieting. There's no, no yeah. there's no magic diet, whether it's vegan or carnivore or Mediterranean or keto. There's no magic to it. The secret that's one is, thing I feel like I've learned from doing this. Yeah. The, yeah. it's it's all about are you it's a math formula are you in a caloric deficit right if you're not you're not gonna have success losing weight and you know there's real simple things you could do like after you eat there's a lot of people that have been having success re- recently if after they ate they just went and walked for 10 minutes oh really yeah that's not so bad that's pretty easy yeah like oh just go for a walk for 10 minutes and if you want to get fancy wear a weighted vest and just something with, I don't know if it has anything to do with digestion or if it's just, hey, you just added 30 minutes of activity to your day. Right. I mean, either way, right? That's, yeah, you know, either way. Yeah. Well, um, and 30 minutes of walking is, is tremendous for you, as I understand. Yeah. Like, we don't, we don't walk enough. We're 
we're right. modern society has flipped the bird to evolution. Yes, yes, I, that's one thing I, I feel like I've learned uh, from from just following the the conversation in the world is uh, human beings are made for walking more than almost any other species on the planet. We're like we're really good at it. We're we're good at like hunting things until those things are exhausted. And then we don't even have to kill them ourselves because they just die of exhaustion and then we eat them. Did you read Born to Run? No, I don't think so. Oh, because that's that's uh, I, it's a really good book. Um, kind I'm of write writ- it down right now. Um, it's kind of wit- written in a very Tarantino-esque way because the author is telling this long arching story, and in between his long arching story, he's Throwing things out there, like he talked about, um, oh, I forgot what the technical what the technical term is, but like running an animal to death. Gotcha. Um, you know, the one thing that makes us unique over most other animals is we can dump heat on the run. Dump heat? Oh, like we we cool we off. S- yeah, we sweat. Like dogs have to pant. Pigs don't sweat. That's why they lay around in dirty mud water. Right. Um, so, like, our ability to dump heat on the run allows us to do things that other creatures can't, like, um, cheetahs and rabbits, for example, um, because of the way they're, they're anatomically constructed, um, their breathing is tied to how fast they're moving. Oh, fascinating. Yeah, because they compress and open up. Huh. That's yeah. amazing. I never heard that before. <laughs> yeah, it's in that book. I've, I actually listened to it driving home from grad school and I wanted to just get out of my car and start running through the cornfields of Illinois. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to throw this out there. So a few years back, there was a research study that came out that looked at high fat, low carb diets and low carb, high fat diets. Uh huh. And what they found, if you control for total calories and protein in the diet, mm-hmm. they're both equally as effective. Interesting. So, there, so there's no magic to keto. It's gotcha. just calorie deficit. Gotcha. That's fascinating. So really, so it's it's proteins because that's what you need to live. Mm-hmm. And then and then the other things are just energy, basically. Aside from, of course, your essential fats. Right. And, and there's other things you need, like, like co- cholesterol makes hormones. You need right. fats for hormones and brain health. Gotcha. But you're going to get that. System. As long as you're getting at least a little bit of fat, you'll get those. Yeah. Like, you, you know why it's called rabid, or rabbit starvation? Oh, no. If you just ate nothing but rabbits, uh-huh. You get sick because they're too lean and you don't have enough fat. Oh, fascinating. Yeah, there's all sorts of crazy things. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what I feel like I noticed with the uh the keto diet when and not getting enough calories. Um Yeah, just just the the amount of I wasn't hungry all the time, but I was like exhausted. Yeah, so so some of that comes from not being adapted to ketosis. Right. Yeah, that makes like sense. Like you get you get that brain fog, your brain's not used to using ketones for energy. Mm-hmm. And then 
you get you're just like meh. Yeah. But but it takes it can take up to six weeks to actually truly be keto adapted. I can see that. To, to where your body's like, oh, I feel good doing this now. Feel yeah. good. And then there's there's other things like uh there's a guy who's in I think his PhD is actually in neuroscience. But all of his research is on the ketogenic diet and he's looking at um how it could impact other things like ADHD, um, oh, that's Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, like dementia type related diseases. And then I think his wife is working with the military with deep sea divers and being at depth and how that impacts other physiological systems and showing success using that in recovering from things like the bends oh, and man. being at depth for to- for a long period of time. That's really cool. Because yeah. I, I know the uh, the keto diet was originally developed uh, to treat epilepsy, right? Yeah, that's like another that. that's another thing that it's that it's used for. And then a bodybuilder made it really popular in the eighties. Gotcha, gotcha. And then I mean, of course, like the Atkins diet and all that. It's all Which, basically the same. Yeah, I, I think the Atkins diet is heavily based in the ketogenic diet. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Now I don't. I've got a question, but I don't know how to ask it, and that is. Um, so for me, I'm at a point where I'm actually I'm pretty happy with my weight right now. I'm I'm about you know uh, 215 pounds. If I got a little lower, that'd be cool. If I went a little higher, it wouldn't bother me. But I'm really I'm much more interested at this point in um, recomposition. I'm I'm more interested in, in adding muscle and losing fat than about losing weight. Whereas Travis is much more interested in losing weight because he's he's got a lot more weight to lose. You know I don't I don't know if there's anything you could speak to with that. Ah. Uh... That gets tricky. Yeah. Um, because now you have to really pay attention to your macros and, and then you start delving into nutrient timing with oh. your workouts. And, you know, I know people that are, that when they're working out and trying to lose weight, they'll try to, to have a majority of their carbohydrates during their workout or after their workout to take advantage of. You know, I just worked out, now I'm going to have protein and I'm going to have carbohydrates to spike my insulin to actually drive nutrients into my cells. Oh, okay. And replenish myself. Um, it's a hard thing to do. Yeah, I believe like, that. Like, actually, actually, like, I want to stay at 210, but I want to go from 20% body fat to 10% body fat. Right. So, that's the thing is, like, in order to build muscle, you have to be in a calorie surplus. And in order right. to lose weight and lose fat, you have to be in a calorie deficit. So you're kind of playing a, a fine line. Oh, I see. And that's gotcha. like one of those things where you just have to like, okay, I'm not working out today, so this is a really low calorie day, and I'm working out today, so this is going to be my high calorie day, and gotcha. just playing with it. Um, and what you're doing in your workouts is going to impact that as well. Like, oh, I want to build muscle, but I don't want to go to the gym and lift weights. Well, good right. luck building muscle. Not that you have yeah. to go to the gym, but you have to do something to stimulate that muscle growth. Right. I mean, at this point, I, uh, I, I've spent so much time being, uh, uh, how do I want to say it? An effete academic that, uh, <laughs> just, just doing push-ups has been enough to, to add, um, inches might be too much, but, uh, an inch or two to my, my biceps and triceps, um, just in a couple of weeks because I, I had not done any physical activity for a really long time. Other than, you know, walking to the train and back. Right. That's a good, that's a start. Right. You know, um, 
you know, do all you do a hundred push-ups every day, you're gonna see some results. You do a hundred sit-ups every day, you'll see results. It's just right. adding things in. I don't think you have to go to the gym. Like, right? You probably got a heavy box at home. You just pick it up, carry it, squat right. it, press it. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, not all of us are like training is a top three priority for me in my life. Right. Um, for many reasons. One of them being my health. Right. Um, two, I'm just a lunatic like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's one of those things where like body composition changes is just really having to, to dial in your, your nutrition and, and seeing that. And also your metabolism is like a thermostat. Okay. Um, so, well, yeah. So like you went from, where did you start at when you started this project? Uh, calorie wise, you mean? Uh, wait. Oh, wait. I was, uh, I was 223. And you're down about 210? Uh, I'm down to about 215. I, I had dropped, uh, at, at the end of keto, I was about 208. And then since that has ended, I've crept back up to about 215. Right. So, so that's probably just mostly carbohydrates and water. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. no, I, I agree. <laughs> so, um, like, so, right, if, if your body liked being at 220. Right. And then you went to two, 208, now you're back at 215, you're slowly creeping back up there. So, the key is sometimes is like, okay, I'm gonna lose 10 pounds and stay there for a week or two, and then lose another 10 pounds and stay there for a week or two, and then keep kind of pushing it that way and, and kind of think of it as like a, like stairs. And yeah. you might have like a little uptick, but it's stairs, cause your body, likes to stay at a certain weight and it likes right. it likes homeostasis. That makes sense to me. So you've changed homeostasis and now you gotta change that set point and kinda get it to stick. Which is gotcha. why when people do crash diets they lose a whole bunch of weight and then they slowly creep back up. Yeah. That that makes perfect sense to me. I think that's one of the reasons we've been trying to do like a different one every month is so that we don't creep back up. But with the uh the Mediterranean diet in the middle there, it's so you know, it's, it's pretty restriction free, generally speaking, compared, it's, it's not nearly as strict as most of your crash diets. And so it was, uh, I think that's one of the reasons we crept back up over the month. Um, right. because it's much more like what we should be eating anyway. Yes. Know? Yes. Whole hoof, hoof to snout. I think that's, that's another thing I want to get into that I just haven't, you know, you don't exactly walk into a butcher shop and be like, Hey, let me get a kidneys, heart, and uh liver. Gotcha. So there's a another diet out there. Your wife is gonna love this one. It's called the carnivore diet. I think I've heard of this one. It's basically red meat and salt and water. Oh god. Okay. Um and plan for scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> the the guy that's doing research on it um hasn't had scurvy yet. Oh interesting. Is there but, I mean is there like a handful of multivitamins you're taking too? No, but he also doesn't just eat ribeyes and fillets. He's eating liver and heart and kidney oh, and interesting. and bone broth. He's he's eating hoof to tail or snout to tail, whatever, however gotcha. they say it. Gotcha. So he's you eating a little snout. Oh, hoof, to, hoof to snout, hoof to tail. I don't know. He's eating the whole animal. He's not just eating the yeah. expensive, tasty cuts of meat that when you think of steak, you think of. He's eating, you know, tongue and brain. And all gotcha. the other, all the other parts that you don't see a lot of in, on our grocery store 
grocery store shelves these days. Right. Right. Oh, that's um, interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, I plan on hunting, and I plan on if I kill a deer, I plan on eating the heart and the liver that day. Gotcha. Let's just go, let's just go for it. If it tastes bad, yeah. it tastes bad. Well, right. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Right. Like, you ever you ever watch a, a lion eat a, eat a gazelle? Same. Oh yeah, yeah. What's, what's the first thing they eat? Yeah, they they eat organ meat. I mean, right. we missed something there, and our not to to sidetrack like this whole pandemic thing really exposed how fragile our food system is. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Because we're relying on these mass processors to process our our, our meats and our grains, and all of a sudden it's like, well that meat factory shut down so now we don't have a way to get it's not that there was a lack of animals to harvest for the marketplace there was an inability to get it from the field to the grocery store so that middleman in there that's you know doing all the butchering because they're cranking out a hundred chickens an hour because that's what they do when you've got those knife skills so it's really trying to figure out how can we how can we flip our food system on its head and rely more on, you know, less monoculture, right. more um, ethically raised meat? Right. Um, you know, can we can we do things like have more grass raised cattle because it's good for the soil? Um, I'd like to see a push into bison or sorry, buffalo. Oh, me too. Me too. They're more. I mean, they're they're evolved for the ecosystem of America. Right. Um, you know, I, I trained a, a lady who does cattle farming when yeah. I was in Iowa and they have to winter their cattle, which means they're in a heated barn and they have to feed them grain. So they grew some corn on their property to get their cattle through the winter. Right. Where a buffalo, you just put it out in a field and let it eat grass and it's gonna, it's resilient enough to right. stand a Midwest winter. Right. It's happy in that even. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine? Plus, plus they're little angry. They're little angry dudes. <laughs> little. They're not little. They're angry. They are wild. I as, didn't know that. As seen by the, you know, the lady that got attacked in Yellow. I think it was Yellowstone. Oh She's yeah, trying to get, yeah. Get, I'm like, what are you doing? That's a wild animal. It doesn't care about you. It will stomp you. Right. <laughs> Uh, uh, white they're, they're so wild that if one of their calves or even their adults get injured, they'll stop it and put it up, put it out of its misery. Jeez, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. They are, and they're built for it in our grasslands. Like, I think somebody, it's the same, I think it came out of the Savarians. I listened to too much Rogan. They had a guy for, I think it was, it was either Rogan or Power Athlete had a guy from the Savory Institute who's interested in regenerated farming said there's about 60 years of soil left the way we're currently farming. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've heard even less than that before. I've, I've heard maybe 25 years. It's possible. And then, and then, you know, everyone's worried about this is another rabbit hole. Um, to talk about our food system. Um, everyone's worried about, like the acidity in our oceans because of global warming. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that. I think it's all the glyphosate runoff 
is getting into our water system, and glyphosate, oh. aka Roundup, is right. actually patented as a. It's not patented as a pesticide. It's patented as a uh, antimicrobial. Oh really? So, yes, it kills the fungus. It kills the bugs. It kills the weeds by gotcha. replacing. It replaces glycine and proteins with glyphosate, and then enzymes can't puzzle piece together and function right. Oh, interesting. And some some things have adapted by replacing glycine with arginine in protein coating. Gotcha. Um, and then, so what's that doing to our gut microbiome? And then you're seeing, this happened in Indiana last year, the blue-green algae. Oh, yeah, yeah. In, in the lakes. So that's from glyphosate runoff. So what it's doing, it's killing everything in the ecosystem. So the only thing that takes over is that blue-green algae, which is really toxic. Right. But what makes that special is it can eat the glyphosate. Is right. it eats on it. Um, so if you're getting greens and things from, because you're probably eating a, a little bit of salad. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm usually getting the uh, the triple washed spinach from from Aldi. I've been a big fan. I've been getting it at Meyer. Is it's a uh, it's like a I don't know if it's like a thirty 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 mix or a fifty fifty mix of just like yeah yeah yeah. It's ba- it's baby spinach. And it's like baby greens. Nice. Um, but it, just in case, um, do you use, do you put, do you make your own salad dressing? Uh, no, I use, well, if I'm making a proper salad dressing, yes. But otherwise, so, I usually just use ranch. <laughs> ranch. So yeah. if you get real good apple cider vinegar, like Dr. Bragg's, um, mm-hmm. pay me. Um, <laughs> the acetobacters that make vinegar can actually also eat glyphosate. Oh, fascinating. Yes. Yes. I spend way too much time listening to podcasts of random, random information about so many topics. But yeah, I was found that fascinating about how dangerous this is. Is like, are we messing with our gut microbiome by what we're eating? Right. And that completely is because I think they're saying 80% of our neurotransmitters are made in our gut. That's what I've, I don't know if I've heard a number before, but I've heard that there, there's a huge connection between our the gut brain stuff. Yeah, and that's still in its infancy. Yeah. When it comes yeah. to research, like gut brain axis and how important um, the bacteria that can feed on things that we can't necessarily we don't have necessarily have enzymes to break down that they can right. then break it down into things we use like serotonin, good for sleep. Mm-hmm. Because serotonin becomes melatonin. Oh, I didn't know that. In the Interesting. brain. Yes. Gotcha. I only know about it in terms of, you know, your uh your your anxiety and your depression and stuff. Right. So yeah, so that's a whole like thyroid hormone. Like thyroid hormone controls your metabolism. Right. And your T three to T four ratios. You can if you do like crash diets where I eat no calories really, really low calories for a long period of time, mm-hmm. you can really mess up your health. Oh, um, I believe that. Yeah. Yeah, which a lot of bikini coaches have gotten themselves in trouble with. Yeah. And then their then their clients six months later after their show have all sorts of health issues. Ugh. Yeah, yeah well is, that's what happens with ath- uh not athletes, um actors all the time. When they drop too much yeah. weight too fast and Right. Right, which, you know, Christian Bale and the machinist, and then he turned around and became 
I'm Batman. Right. Yeah, it was like a 180-pound swing in like a year. <laughs> yeah, know. there is there – is, I think steroids are Hollywood's best-kept secret. I can see that. Like, look at, I don't know, Chris Evans, The Rock. Yeah. Um, any of the Chris's that are in the MCU. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, like Christian Bale, there's no way he made that swing without a little, a little help mm-hmm. to play Batman. But yeah, that's really it. Just move more, eat less, and, and track your calories for a week, and you'd be surprised how much you actually do eat. Uh, where can our listeners find you? Uh, I am, uh, I am Phenoms only on the Instagram and Twitter. Um, I don't really tweet that much. Most of my Twitter feed is just stuff I'm pushing from Instagram. David Snedden on Facebook. Yes, Phenoms only, Instagram and Twitter. Um, I also have a cookbook on Instagram called The Dude's Meal Prep Manual. Good place to start if you just want to learn how to cook. Uh, thanks for being here. Uh, good good seeing you, good hanging with you, and uh, uh, we'll talk at you later. Yes. Hi, I'm the Freak Joe. If you enjoy my stylings in the month of October, then you'll probably enjoy audible.com the one-stop shop for all things audiobooks if you want to try it out you can go to audibletrial.com slash freaknet and get your first month for free and your free credit for your first audiobook head on over to audibletrial.com slash freaknet today joe where you at what are you freaking thinking about i am freaking thinking about uh the second season of umbrella academy on netflix you know, I heard about that, but I never had a chance to uh, see it. What, what's so great about that show? I couldn't. I'm not sure I could tell you. <laughs> the first season was not good. I didn't enjoy it at all. But uh, I, I figured I was going to have to watch the second season as homework for GeekCast Live. And so I did. And um, it was really good. Um, what I like about it, I think, is the, uh, the topics it covers. It, it deals with, you know, complex family issues and... Um, you know, uh, cause, cause all of the, the, all of the superheroes in the show are, um, adopted and they all live together. They're all adopted by this billionaire who is training them to be basically his own personal private army. Um, and so there's, there's all of this conflict between their powers and who they are and the fact that he's a cold and withholding bastard. Um, and so that's, that's kind of the first season and the second season, they just get right into it and it's about how they're all kind of alone. And they need to find each other, and in finding each other, they sort of find who they're supposed to be, and they they develop their identities a little bit more. Um, and it's just it's just a beautiful show. But on top of that, it is well shot. I mean, the, the cinematography is incredible. Um, the music was really good in the first season. It was beyond belief good in the second season. I thought. Um, and they do the way that they frame a lot of their shots, um, speaking of, of the cinematography is it, it, it looks like it could be a frame from a comic book, um, which that's what the original thing was, uh, a graphic novel, um, that has been adapted for film. Um, and it's, it's just, it's really good. It's really well done. Um, and then the second season is, I, I thought it was some of the best television I've ever seen. So I'd recommend it if you're into weird weird shows. Um, it's good. What was the um, <clears throat> I'm trying to remember a movie, uh, and I 
for the life of me, I can't fucking remember it. Um, I think the subtitle of it was like The Golden Umbrella or something like that. It was, uh, it was, it was some street kid who joined some kind of league of hitmen. Um, I think John Malkovich was the uh, bad guy in it. Um, I mean, the guy who played, uh, Alfred in the Dark Knight movies was in it, and he ended up dying, dying in oh. a church or some shit. Oh, are you thinking of um, Kingsman? Yeah. Is it like that, but more like Avengers-ish? That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Is it like yeah. Kingsman, but with Avengers? Yeah, yeah. There's like a, a, a fake, gritty, gritty realism to it. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's just fun. So, what about you? What are you freaking thinking about? Oh, uh, God. What's been going on this week? Um, you know, I've, I've been thinking a lot about, like, uh, what we want to do uh, as far as our 200th episode that's coming up uh, in about, uh, I want to say about four, four or five weeks. That feels right. <clears throat> and I've been trying to rack my brain on, like, what we could do and how we could go forward on this. Um, I know I spoke to Colin. And he's definitely interested in coming back for our five-year anniversary. Nice. So that should happen. Um, he won't be around for our 200th episode, though. So that's all the question. I thought about maybe doing the Ask Us Anything uh, segment that we did. That uh, We did that, what, season three finale? Is that what we did then? Yes, I think yeah. that's right. So I thought maybe we could do that again. Um it's just one of those weird things because like it's like we we're hitting a point where okay we gotta do something special for our 200th episode next month, but then we gotta do it again two months later for a five year anniversary. Right. Um, and then obviously you know uh, freaky uh, uh, this freaky show's coming up in October, so literally the next three months of this freaking show we got a lot of planning on stuff we gotta do. Oh, we gotta start writing um, the scary stories. That is scary stories. Um. I still want to do some of those vlogs where we go and uh, kind of check out spooky places. I know a lot of things are locked down because of COVID, but I don't think we're going to get Corona at a cemetery. So I would love to go see uh, whether Bachelor's Grove. Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, I, I guess the biggest thing I'm excited about is something we actually got to do together and kind of game plan the next few months of uh, this freaking show. Um uh, I, I know that, uh, we, we definitely have been growing more in the past few months than we have, uh, in a long time, which I'm happy to see. I know, uh, I know it means a lot to us, uh, from the viewers. And I think a lot of that does, uh, equate, uh, equal, what the fuck is the word, Joe? Equate to? Yeah. Yeah. Equate to, um, the, the lives that we're doing, uh, being more consistent on the releases of the show on a weekly basis, uh, doing the Freaknet Studio things. And I think, um, I, you know, again, like, guys, we appreciate everything you do for us and being a part mm-hmm. of all this. Uh, this doesn't happen without you guys. Uh, a huge, uh, thanks to those who are buying our merchandise. Uh, we have a bunch of t-shirts. If you guys haven't checked them out yet, tpublic.com, T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com. Search TFS. Uh, we have a lot of shirts, that, a lot of designs are available on, uh, many different things. Uh, I was talking to Joe about it last week, actually, that, um, we do get notifications on sales. It doesn't tell us who buys things, but it tells us that what does sell. So, um, 
T Public does have the masks and everything, which I do gotta correct myself. I found out that I've been saying uh, the mask uh, descriptions wrong. Um, they don't sell medical masks. Uh, they're just two different style of masks. One is like the basic one. The other one's like you can put like a filter in it. Oh, like gotcha. A two ply mask, or whatever. So that's on me. I apologize for that stuff, guys. Uh, but the mask that they do sell, when they sell one, they donate a medical style mask to a uh, to a company or an organization that needs masks and stuff. So um, somebody did buy one of uh, one of our new logos, which. Uh, you can't see it because this is audio only, but uh, you say freak like it's a bad thing. It's the official Freak Nation t-shirt uh, for you guys out there, our Freak Nation. Somebody bought that for a mask. So uh, I encourage any of you guys, if you buy any of our merchandise, please send us a picture because we would love to kind of show it off on our Facebook page and everything and let people know like, hey, listen, this is our merch because all our designs are on t-shirts and masks, uh, phone cases, Coffee mugs, traveler's mugs, magnet stickers, posters, um, uh, pins. Uh, there's so many different things. You just pick a design and you pick what you want it on. Different sizes, different colors. It's it's an awesome opportunity for you guys to really enjoy our merchandise. Um, and I've, I've been really blessed to uh, have the opportunity to have merchandise and stuff that we can sell to you guys. So those have been helping out. Uh, the sponsorships between Ball Wash and Audible have been helping out and everything like that. So... <clears throat> Um, just trying to figure out what we can do to kind of give back a little bit, uh, coming, uh, our 200th episode, which I think Ask Us Anything is probably going to be a segment. Um, and then we'll kind of see what else we can do from that point. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Hey, Joe. Yes. Every week our listeners catch Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show. But if an hour of Cartoon Joe just isn't enough for our listeners, where can they go? If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over at the Geekcast Live podcast at gcl.ninja. Nope. Violentpress.com is our new website. You can also follow us on Facebook, iTunes, uh, and what is it? Android, Google Podcasts now? Is that Google Podcasts? Google Podcasts and Twitter by searching Geekcast Live. Yeah, that's just screwing me up too now, you know, because it's not, it's not Google Play anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, I do. I don't. It. I don't mind the Google Podcast. Uh, I kind of like how it looks and like how it works and everything. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely something that's goofy. But uh, guys, make sure you uh, you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at this freaking show, and also uh, subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen to our podcast. Uh, you can listen to it on uh, iTunes, Google Podcast, Spotify, and Podbean, uh, Player FM, I believe. Also, you can hit your Alexa and say, "Hey Alexa." Play this freaking show, and I'll play our latest episode. So, pretty much everywhere where you can find podcasts at. Uh, a lot going on, guys. We have a lot uh, coming up, so make sure you stick with us. Um, we uh, we do do lives once in a while, so usually when we do a live, we'll post it on the social media, so uh, you guys know when it's happening. Usually Saturday mornings, uh, just kind of get uh, get the time off where people can grab a, co- a cup of coffee, maybe some a bowl of oatmeal. Because uh, apparently, I assume all our uh, fans are seventy. So, right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, check out our lives. Uh, stay involved with us on social media and stuff like that. Uh, make sure you check out Freaknet Studios on YouTube. Me and Cartoon Joe just did a ranking on Portillo's Foods that is available there. So make sure you check it out. Um, and uh, yeah, that's all I got, guys. So as always, I am Candice, and I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.